Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This video is brought to you by Rocket Money and Babbel. It is time to dive in to my cousin, Vinny. That was a lot of fun. That was a hell of a lot of fun. Like, what a joyous time at the movies. That was like... I, I hate the expression, they don't make them like they used to, but I was thinking the whole time, I didn't get... I get the technical prowess of Anatomy of a Fall, but, mm-hmm. but I didn't connect to it to best picture or best actor like i just it felt like it could have been an episode of law and order mm. and i was wondering what other people connected to in a way i didn't and then i don't know how to turn this down it's okay i got you <laughs> oh hold on it's the oh. orange one aha uh but i i couldn't connect with it in a way that felt like it was superior to excellent law and order or something that felt like procedural but longer this was the difference. This yeah. felt like a movie. This felt like it had characters that I, I wanted to follow outside of it. It felt like it had a, a, a rhythm and flow, and it was fun. The fun wasn't what separated. And I don't even fall is, is insightful and passionate and, and good, but it still just felt like a two-hour captivating show. Mm. This felt like a movie. Yeah. And there's something different to me pacing atmospherically like this to me is more best picture than anatomy of a fall no disrespect to anatomy of a fall i just like when barbie got best picture but not best director or best actress a lot of people were like well what would you take out and for me best director greta gerwig over for me anatomy of a fall and best actor over and like i don't think sandra Kuehler did a bad job but to me what margot brought had a lot more to it and this is what i would now point to now that i've seen it of like what I thought was missing from Adam and Fall, this had. Because yeah. this was all the things I want in a movie. And it was a cop, I mean, like procedural judge thing, but it never felt like Law and Order, except for when we joked about the score. But like, at no point would I have felt like this was episodic. At no point did this feel like something I'd just tune into. Yeah, no, it had a really good sense of, of pacing and it did feel like a movie. And I feel like the fact that the first half of it really was like this comedy, even though it had the core elements in it. Yeah. But once he finally became that lawyer, you be- it was like a captivating like law, uh, law case, like some classic uh, Law and Order, but like in, in a film form. And yeah, this movie had a really good balance of not only being funny being smart with his humor Mm -hmm. but also having those those moments of of genuine connection between him and um marissa tomei's character Mm -hmm. and finding uh a way to use those serious moments to help us endear us to this character because when he first comes into the scene he's like 
he's, he's inexperienced. He's a joke, but he takes himself seriously yeah. because he knows he can do it. And over the course of the events that take place around the court case, we we become endeared and we believe in him as well because of the fact that he oh he doesn't know the st- the book smarts but he's good at arguing he's good at um navigating situations he has the sense of intuition to him yeah and yeah i definitely see that why this was a oscar contender for sure it's it's funny that you brought up anatomy of a fall i'm actually as recording this i'm gonna watch it tonight because i haven't oh, no seen way. it yet yeah this is crazy. Well, I hope I ha- I didn't give anything away. But no, I also no. hope that you get more out of it than I did because that's what I always want out of movies. Like, I don't like not connecting in a way that other people have. Mm-hmm. I'd always rather connect. I'd of always course. rather, like, when people love a movie and I don't I don't feel any sense of, like, I'm going to make a YouTube video about it. I just go, like, oh, it's a bummer. I'm, I got two less hours of my life of joy. Yeah. So I hope that you find another one of these. It's funny you're having such a procedural day. Yeah. I'm just like, okay, I'm down for some long. Let's get it. But I, I do think this also set a lot of really beautiful seeds in a way that I don't see a lot of procedurals doing long form where the grits were vital. The mud was vital. The setting of the South was vital, not just for comedy, but also for narrative. Mm-hmm. The the setting allowed for the jury to have an innate sense of character, the judge to have an innate sense of character, the prosecutor, the the circumstances around them. But then also the details of the case were so specifically Southern. Like yeah. there's no grits coming up in New England. Like mm-hmm. that's, you know what I mean? Like that's really interesting. And the, and the mud element was a comedic tone for them to get stuck. And that I thought was better than there was a moment when they woke up. I think a lesser comedy would have had them be late. Yeah. And I remember him looking at his watch and I would have been like, yeah, you'd wake up at the sunrise and I would have judged it more if they were late. But when it was mud, I was like, oh, they took the smarter comedic route. And then I wasn't even thinking mud would tie in later. And also the planting of the seeds with Marissa Tomei. She's doubted throughout the film. And I expected the twist being, you know, her knowledge was so important to him. I didn't expect it to be car knowledge. And that's a way more powerful thing for her to have than her to be suddenly better at law than him because that invalidates him and it's like he actually studied law so it would have felt a little like cheapened whereas yeah. the car being the thing it's it's like her knowledge obviously assisted him but her knowledge is the thing that put it over the top and i love that no yeah she was in assistance of this case but she shined all of her own her own knowledge yeah exactly uh yeah i think there's a, a lot of really good stuff about this one thing i will say is that i thought that when this movie started, even though it was my cousin Vinny, that it seemed like uh, Ralph Mafia and his friend were going to be like the leads of the movie or like yeah. be more prominent. But then it kind of like put them in the, the back burner and then very much it was their movie, which I thought was uh, was really cool. Um, yeah, we talked we talked about the score a little bit and how that was really unique, <laughs> unique. Yeah, had like it's uh, it's this levity to it in the beginning and then it really got serious towards the end. And then um, found the mix at the end. Then yeah, it kind yeah, of was yeah. like a like a what do they call it when there's a suite when it combines mm. different sounds throughout and makes a new sound. It felt yeah. like that was you know fun, 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 somber law, somber law, <laughs> fun, somber law. Like it, it became this its own thing, and and that's what the movie is. And I was really impressed at the score. I rarely notice it. It's not a thing that I usually. I just personally am not that tuned, but I, I noticed it a lot in this and, and had a really good time with it. And I, I definitely think that's something that isn't as common in in today's movies uh the joy in a score but i also find that i don't there's something inherently unique about 80s and 90s cinema where it can be situationally funny it can be earnestly dramatic and it can have really strong performances but it's still more immediately watchable there's something like usa tnt tbs about the 20 years of movie where 
I don't know if it's some of it's nostalgia, some of it's uh, circumstantial to my love of the time, and I think there's a subconscious element to my psychology where there's pattern recognition for wardrobe and location and film aesthetic that I'm inherently more comfortable. Mm. Like I think there's a, a familiarity of meal. Like when you mm. eat a meal that tastes like something you know, and there's a couple new ingredients, you're more likely to like the whole, you know, the whole dish, accoutrement. Like the the whole <laughs> thing, you know, becomes an accompaniment. Whereas like a lot of movies today, I don't get as immediately settled and comfortable. So maybe I'm giving it a little bit more brusqueness because I'm not as settled. Whereas this felt like something I could throw on any point, and that doesn't belittle those things. Whereas a lot of times movies that are quality and excellent now i can't casually watch as easily there's something mm. really wonderful about this time yeah there's a the sense of taking its content seriously with a sense of levity to it as well mm-hmm. and i i like that it does have that that easy watch kind of quality to it uh no matter what you can put this on in the background or you can show this to a now friend i've seen it now that I've seen it, exactly. It'd be hella disrespectful to be like, I wonder if they win. Watch right. the end. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I agree, yeah. No, no, I think it, uh, it it does those things very well. And I don't watch, I haven't watched a wealth of, of 90s comedies like this. I'll grant it since I've been here, like watching more Adam Sandler's and like stuff uh, of that uh of that season or that time, but watching an older movie, watching it's the way that it does its comedy, whether it's the situational stuff and like, and I think it was, it's smart situational because it's, it's able to have this, this dialogue where you see where both characters are coming from, but um, those two, two things clashing together, that discomfort of it makes it more hilarious. And it and takes the unbelievability to just a notch too far, but not so far that it becomes farce. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 still within the realm of, of believability. And yeah, and I wish that more comedies were like this because I feel like we entered an era within like the early 2000s where it was very like over the top or like yeah. a lesser movie would have made certain bits go on for like a little bit too long because like, mm-hmm. huh, you get the joke? Huh, yeah, huh? or more like punchy humor with dialogue. Which is fine if a movie's got comedic jokes that are delivered to camera. I don't mind jokes in film, but I think that sometimes if you do situational humor and jokes, it negates them both. Or if you don't get the tone that you need one or the other. And I think this did a really good job. Like, there weren't a lot of, like, zingers. It was the world building that made it funny. Exactly, exactly. It was the world building. It was the the type of characters that we had. It was the the connections between them. And, yeah, man, we just don't uh, see that a lot this these days. It's funny that we, we watched, um, me and John watched... Big Daddy and that movie. Have you seen that movie? Yeah, have yeah. Yeah, so that movie also ends with a court case. But I feel like this movie did that so much better. Even though that movie had heart to it, and sure. it's also a comedy. But I feel like it found that balance of, in spite of the fact that it was this comedy, had that that layer of taking its content with a degree of seriousness. Your because new genre I feel like is court case, man. That's a lot. That's three. Like that's <laughs> sorry. I'm just, I'm just noticing that like your big daddy, this thing going in Madville fall. <laughs> oh, you've been in the courtroom, man. That is in it. Been in the law. Man, isn't genre content. Court. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were going to say something, right? Uh, yeah. I was just going to say like, I think that a big daddy is a very similar tonally, but I do think this does it better. I'm agreeing with like, I think that this movie establishes a world a little stronger so that when things go to an 11, it feels more like it's suiting that world versus Big Daddy. I definitely feel like is like sometimes it, it Sandler's where it's just like, ah! and you're like, yeah. oh, I get it. Like you're just, <laughs> and I, I like Adam Sandler, but there's moments that definitely feel like they're for Sandler comedy's sake versus yeah. versus the world building. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and respectfully, Marissa Tomei. Yeah. I God like, damn. Whew. Just respectfully. Just like, I'm super just like, like whoo. 
damn woman. I, I just want to give and also shoulder pads. <laughs> this movie is thirty two years old now. Wow, thirty two years. Marissa old. Marissa Tomei is aging <sighs> like wine. Fine, wine. like I just got acknowledged. Like thirty two years is, I mean, a life, it, a whole ass life. And she looks it's more life than me. <laughs> immaculate. Immaculate. So I just wanted to give I just wanted to give love to Marissa Tomei. Aunt May, Aunt May, doing the work. All right, Reject Nation, let's get real for a moment. Running this channel is incredible, but managing finances, especially taxes and budgeting, both for the channel and my personal life, can be overwhelming. That's where Rocket Money has been a financial lifesaver for me, even before I ever partnered up with them. Like I said, I've been very fortunate to be working with brands whose products I already use, so it's a win-win for them. Why? But it can be a win-win for you, too, because there's a reason I use them. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that simplifies managing money by canceling unnecessary subscriptions, lowering bills, and crafting a budget that fits you your specific lifestyle. For someone like me who can easily lose track of expenses throughout every single day of the month, it's been eye-opening to see where I was overspending, stuff I don't use that I kept paying for, especially apps. Man, I have way too many apps. Rocket Money does the heavy lifting by analyzing your spending, then customizes notifications to help you stay within your budget goals. It's not just about saving money. It's about actively seeing and feeling your financial progress. It's a great feeling. They track your monthly subscriptions too. So many free trials I've signed up for that I forgot to, you know, get rid of before the free trial was done. Making it super easy to cancel the ones you don't use. A couple of clicks and you're putting money back in your pocket. I'm telling you, have you ever found hidden subscriptions or pay for services you forgot about? Because Rocket Money is a huge asset in helping to uncover those and even negotiate some of my bills down to up to like 20%. So if you're ready to take control of your finances and there's no better time than now because it is the beginning of the year, check out Rocket Money and see how much you could be saving. Stop wasting money on things you do not use. So to help support the channel and help support your wallet, visit rocketmoney.com rejects. Rocket Money currently has a over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. They've helped me and I'm confident they'll do the same for you. That's rocketmoney.com slash rejects. Your bank account will thank you. Hello there, esteemed viewer of The Real Rejects. I, Greg Alba, language connoisseur and worldly gentleman, am here to bestow upon you the secrets of Babbel. Babbel is an engaging language learning app designed for real-life conversations, offering quick 10-minute lessons tailored by linguistic experts to effectively teach you a new language. It's conversation-based approach enhanced with speech recognition technology makes Babbel worth trying for anyone looking to learn at their own pace anytime anywhere. My dear friends in this age of monolingual mundanity, 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 mundanity. Babbel is our beacon of hope crafted by an army of over 150 language experts. Their lessons are like linguistic caviar, rich, refined, and oh so satisfying. Personal tale of triumph. I once whispered sweet nothings in Spanish or for the layman Espanol to my wife, courtesy of Babbel. Her reaction, well I'll tell you, she was utterly bewitched. Greg, you silver tongue devil, no paraphrase. She exclaimed such vocabulary as I bask in the glory of my perfect pronunciation. Because Babbel isn't just about learning words. It's about embracing the art of conversation with podcasts, live classes, and a veritable smorgasbord of interactive lessons. I know the words I'm saying. And their speech recognition? It's like having a personal language butler. Ensuring every syllable is impeccably crisp. Now brace yourselves for an offer of monumental proportions. Here's a special limited, limited, time. limited time. Deal for our viewers and listeners to get you started right now. Get 55% off your Babbel subscription. But again, only for our viewers at babbel.com slash rejects. 55% off at babbel.com slash rejects. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash rejects. Rules and restrictions. May apply. Join me, the Greg Alban, the adventure of language mastery at Babel. We shall not just learn, no, nay, we shall conquer the world of communication. Or as they say in Spanish, comunicación. <laughs> We're done with this ad. Doing now, the work, stay I doing the work. I gotta also Take say, care. Joe Pesci, uh, I forgot about Home Alone.
when I was listening. Like, is right? he Home Alone? I haven't seen Isn't Home Alone Isn't he the other so web bandit? He is. He, he is. is. Okay, I'm not crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not being heightist. It's not just because he's a small guy. Uh, I thought it was him, but then as soon, no, as, no, he, as, soon as I said it, I was like, am I somehow stereotyping short men? Angry uh, comments. Yeah, like little angry Italian men. Uh, I'm glad it's him. But also yeah. another different type. Mm-hmm. Like he's very... Hey, that Joe Pesci's going places. He's going like, places. I feel he's going to so have a long career. I'm 30 years behind and complimenting the work of Joe Pesci. But like, he's <laughs> so good that I didn't even think of him in a role like this because he's no. so versatile. He's super versatile. And I wish that I would see more Joe Pesci around these days because he's super good. I haven't, I started it. Don't hate me. I started it. But um, the Irishman, I know he's in that. Yeah. Like, he has a small that's role much more that. of that Goodfellas. I mean, it's Scorsese, obviously, and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. uh, as as a, a lover of Scorsese, I didn't hire Irishman doesn't make my top five, so I'm, I'm not offended to finish. Okay. Like I, I think Scorsese is one of the greatest filmmakers to ever live. Irishman just didn't connect with me because the um the de aging was so distracting for me that really? when, there's a point where like De Niro's de aged to be like a 20 year old, but like he still moves like a 70 year old. Oh, so no. I felt really uncomfortable. I was like, I feel bad for everyone involved because it's it's. De Niro moves amazing for a seven-year-old. Right, like De Niro, right. the fact that De Niro is like rocking around. Like I'm like, yeah, but he doesn't move amazing for a twenty-year-old, and it pulls you out of the narrative, and it makes it more of a like I'm out of the story because I had a moment to be like, oh right, no De Niro, and then you just don't think of it, and yeah. that that pulled me out consistently. There's a lot of moments like that where I'm like, I wish they just cast younger, or I wish they'd made a different choice, or the technology's not there yet. Don't make that part of the story. Yeah. Uh, whereas Pesci and De Niro in Goodfellas, they had a, a time go by, but it was mm. never a thing that was so aggressively far in the future or past that you were thinking about them. You were in the story. So this is a great Pesci for me because it was the most comedic next to Lethal Weapon, but it was the opposite character. In Lethal Weapon, he's inept but lovable, and you Mm. are confused why you love him because he's so cloying and greeting and like he's grating on your nerves. And in this, you're like, oh, he's, he's not the right guy for the job but he's all heart and he's not treating her well but you can tell he loves her because they establish so many scenes of their love and their passion that's how they fight that the love is the first thing the annoyance is back there lethal weapon the annoyance is first and you reluctantly love him Mm. so they're almost the inverse character so i really loved this because i was like oh pesci because it's really hard to play the exact opposite of yourself comedically interesting and now i'm curious who pesci's more like Huh. You know what I mean? You really want to make me watch that movie. Dude, now. Lethal Weapon's transcendent. <laughs> I need to watch Lethal Weapon. One of my top 10 movies of all time. Man. I've probably watched Lethal Weapon more than 30 times. Mm-hmm. Wow. Damn. Yeah. Like, I love okay. that movie. That's a comfort movie and an every Christmas movie. Shit. Just saying. What's your, okay, comedy, drama, the spectrum of movies. What is your barometer for what makes a good movie for you? Uh, in order to get five stars, which only 27 films ever have, Wow. I've, I've rated. 2,700 something movies. Mm-hmm. 27, like less than 1%. That's a No, I'm at 3,000 wow. now. 3,000 films, 27 I got in five stars. Wow. Um, 3,000 films, Jesus. That's amazing. Technical prowess, acting, directing, um, originality of story, uh, impact personally, mm-hmm. and then the big one to make it five stars versus four and a half is rewatchability. Yeah. So a movie can be exceptional and can have all those other things, but if I don't feel like rewatching it again, I give it four and a half because like that's an A, but it's not an A plus. Because yeah. like I need to want to go back in. Yeah. To me, Lethal Weapon is an A plus because it's something I've watched too many times, and I think it's so genre redefining, and I think it's a lot of those things. But like, uh, what's a good example? Like both Paddingtons are five star. Um, wow. But like. I adore A Knight's Tale. A I Knight's adore Tale. it, but it's four and a half. Okay. Because there are, are things that I'm like, I don't think this is for everyone. It's too specific to me, so I can't mm. give it the A+, plus because I could understand how someone wouldn't love it. 
Mm, so, so like if it's if it doesn't appeal on a general sense, you like not go. Like I, I, can, I acknowledge that uh, to have a five star, I think it it's more universal. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Whereas like Paddington, if you don't like Paddington, I'm like that's odd. Hmm. I, I mean, like, I've seen. Okay, I've seen the the part of the first Paddington. I need to see the second one. Okay, but like when, when, when people don't one. like it, I I that gives me more of a, like I'm not going to think less of you, but I'm definitely going to be like I'm surprised by that. Right. But if someone doesn't like a Night's Tale, I'm not surprised. I'm just like, oh, that's a really specific movie. It's not your cup of. You know right. what I mean? We have we have different tastes. Yeah. Different Whereas I think The Matrix is a five star film. But if you hate like sci-fi, it might not be for you, but I'd be more like, well, that's not your genre. So you wouldn't have ever given it a chance. So it's not going to, you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like for me, it's like kind of something you talked about. Like it is that feeling that invokes in me. I can, I can recognize the, the difference between like, oh, that was a very well-made movie versus like, <laughs> oh, that was a really good movie for me, to me. Yeah. And I think that watchability is something that is really important to me. Mm-hmm. Like when I get excited about movie or I know when I love a movie, it's like, oh, I want to show this to other people. Yeah. And like I want to experience this. I want to not only watch it again so I can catch other things or relive that, that experience, but I want to see you react to the things that I experience. And I want to share it with people. Exactly. Yeah. You want to know that you're spreading the word. Like to me, this is four and a half stars. Yeah. Like, this, this is, a great is movie. super high for me. Like I, I gave this the, the reason i gave him that whole system was because i think this is four and a half stars this is an a this is acting directing fun score very rewatchable very heartwarming a good share movie like yeah. i want to share this with people Same. everyone else has already seen it but right. uh here we are we caught up 32 <laughs> years later but uh let us know in the comments below what you guys thought of for us four and a half four and a half yeah definitely yeah. Absolute blast. Love this movie. Understand the appeal. Now going to look into all those character actors from the 80s and 90s. I was like, I know them. Uh, and there were so many. Like, I think that the the guy that was the expert on tires was in like ER or something. He looks super familiar. Anyway, exceptional film. Adored it. Joe Pesci. He's going places. Marissa Tomei is perfection. We just learned in real time. Please like this video. Please subscribe. Please let us know what else are blind spots you want us to watch next. Leave a comment below. Do you enjoy my cousin Vinny? I hope you do because it's an A for us. Much love, Reject Nation. We'll see you soon. David Gandy. My friend, David Gandy. This is a romantic month. It's the V month, my friend. It's a romantic month. Now, if I know you, (laughs) and believe me, I do know you. I do. I'm going to say don't enjoy this month of romance and love with another body. No. You enjoy it with God. Yeah. The way you want to. You take all that love and sexual tension, and you convert it to your love for God. Yeah, go out, you do know, what you want with it. Pray, reflect, uh, behold the majesty of His creation, and then you know maybe do some. We like, don't know God's pronouns. That's true. They're uh, God's God's creation. Don't just assume. So, Doctor Who says. That's true. <laughs> I should be listening to the to the word of the doctor <laughs> most certainly, and that's a way in which you know you live much better than I do, David. You're an mm-hmm. inspiration to each and every one of us mm-hmm. to appreciate. Uh, you know, whoever, however God likes to be described, the creation, you know, brought forth, you know, and you are here to capture it. You are here to put it through your unique lens and prism, and we can all be inspired by that. I would love for you to sing a cover of, and if our God is for us, then who could <laughs> ever stop us? You Ooh, song? No, I don't know. I That's don't a know. great song. There's some great Christian songs. Let's hear it. 
I just. I did mean, it. I mean, give me the the CD. Here. Give me a, a, a link. CD. What can I burn me? May, uh, get me a mixed cassette tape <laughs> so I can listen to it in my car <laughs> with the top down. That's good. I, I need to hear more Christian yeah. rock music. Or I Christian was born rock. again. Yeah. Is it heavy? Is it like Christian new metal? Have you never been to like a Christian church where they have like a rock group? You know, I I'm haven't. Not, I'm not a Christian. And I will tell you guys <laughs> that I, 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 I genuinely love the music and I get down with it. I have never been to rock and roll church. I, I should, they are I awesome. Go. I would love to see that. They're all, you get a good one like on, a, on holidays or a rich area. Uh, <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure. Like it, Newport Beach. There's one in Newport Beach I went to once. Is it so like it's like Bentleys in the in the oh in yeah. church parking lot and stuff? <laughs> and, uh, it's a little bit of irony before yeah, you go into yeah, the you know, They'd be tithing for tax write-offs. Yes. <laughs> yes. And uh, they, God but, created but, all, and that man, includes the capitalist. But, but like the, the lights, the, the light show that happens with it, it, it is like a, a rock and roll. I'm not being uh, sarcastic. About is it. is like this awesome. the white people rock and roll equivalent of like a really passionate like Baptist ceremony or something like that, where it's just like everyone's really into it and it's yeah. like joyous and. Yeah, I mean, kind of. But, like, just with way more production value and money behind it. I've never been to a Baptist church. That sounds fun. My idea of everyone I've seen in a movie. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And and then also, you know, you could also learn more about love this month through, uh, I I know sometimes, you know, a lot of these Christian speakers often get, like, a lot of flack for, you know, certain things they believe and say. But (laughs) once in a while, they say things that I'm like, hey, there's some good messages here. You know, there's some things that are really good. And, and, uh, you know, there's been, like, some nice messages I've heard from, like, Joel Austin and Joyce Myers. Absolutely. Joyce Myers, she's good. And, um, oh, my God, what is his name? Uh, John C. Maxwell. He's not, like, a – he's Christian. I think he's, like, a pastor or something. But uh, I've heard his talks on other things outside of that. Yeah. And so, yeah, man, there's a lot of ways you can find, like, some really good love. So all jokes aside, I'm saying this to say that I know religion is sensitive and I want to <laughs> <laughs> follow it up with. Don't worry. I really respect a lot about it, actually. Absolutely. It, it absolutely. So It can inspire a lot of beauty. So go on a, a date with God world. this month, David. Yes, re- leave room for the Holy Spirit. Take him out for free breakfast Ooh. at... at Meant to say breadsticks at Olive Garden. <laughs> <laughs> Take him out for a breakfast of breadsticks at the Olive Garden. <laughs> Love you, buddy.